Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We are joined by Rhino in studio. Now, don't you forget, there is still time to get in a Mississippi adventure this summer. So head on over to visitmississippi.org and explore a little more. And if you are looking for a unique adventure, then you might want to look to becoming a volunteer host house for exchange students. Joining us here on Good Things is Miss April Young with Culture Homestay International, or known as CHI, and Allison, who is a host parent. So we're going to kick it off with April. Give us a little background about Cultural Homestay International, or CHI. What is your mission here in Mississippi? Um, So Cultural Homestay is designated by the United States Department of State as a J-1 visa sponsor. Um, So that means that we bring high school age exchange students in the ages of 15 to 18 and to host families' homes so that they can attend um, a public high school in the United States. Um, so this is um, a dream that these kids have had for for a while. They've been learning English for many, many years, and, and this is kind of um, the end of that. They're at the end of their of their high school, and this is kind of the right before their graduation. They can take a year, which is kind of like a gap year for them. So they do this exchange program, and then they return back after a year of being totally immersed in English. So it helps them with their English, their skills, and it um, they kind of do this to prepare themselves for a job later on where they would be um, where they would need English skills. So our our reason for bringing this to Mississippi is um, culture. We want to have these students experience our culture, experience the Southern hospitality while also bringing their culture into our our homes and our communities. It's a wonderful way to share culture and to see our own culture um, through someone else's eyes for the very first time. So it's it's exciting to see these kids experience Thanksgiving for the first time or see our holiday traditions, go to a high school football game, experience a Mardi Gras parade. All these things um, are lifelong memories for these kids because it's, probably the first and maybe the last time that they would experience this. So, April, at any given time or any any given year, because I know it goes sort of like by school year, how many exchange students do we have, at least through CHI, here in Mississippi? Um, so, right now, I have seven placed in state. It's a tough year post-COVID. Well, I say post-COVID. Um, schools have really opened up a little bit more. Um, with some of the mandates, most of the mandates being relaxed. So we're in.
Well, we lost April, but we will get her back. So I'm going to switch to Allison, who is a host parent. And Allison, I know you're looking forward to welcome in maybe your second exchange student. She's coming from Japan, arriving in on Thursday. But you've already had experience with one out of uh, Germany. So give us a little background. How did you learn about the CHI program? Well, um, I was exposed to exchange students when I was in high school from Eastern Europe. Um, I had some really good friends. Um, in my high school years, um, and after talking to my husband about it, we literally just did a Google search, um, and I put in a request form with CHI's website, and April called me within an hour. And so what else sort of background did you have to go through, um, Allison, to like be, to become a host house? I mean, I think it's one thing you think about bringing someone into your home. You know you're not going to put them under your back porch. But it's another thing for families to trust that they're sending, you know, their children across the pond, so to speak, uh, to stay with someone. There has to be several, I guess, levels of security that goes on for the host house. Absolutely. Um, I know I filled out a pretty lengthy application that probably took me about 15, 20 minutes. Um, just lots of questions about, um, you know, it was everything from our daily life um, to uh, we had a background check done on us um, and stuff like that. <laughs> so, yes, we did um, kind of submit to quite a bit there. Well, it sounds like you weren't hesitant at all, Allison, to, to jump in and be a host um, a host house for an exchange student. So do you get to choose maybe where your um, student comes from, or is it sort of just luck of the draw or whoever maybe Allison has that needs uh, that need, or April has that needs connecting to a home? Um, April gives us a lot of freedom. You know, I can kind of say um, we've chosen to have a, a girl and we're going to get another girl um, because I, we have young children um, and we just uh, and my husband works a lot. So it just seemed like that would be a better fit for our family. Um, but, you know, I could give April a list of, you know, a country I want a student from, whether I want a boy or a girl. Um, are they involved in sports? Um, I could give her, a, you know, what interests do I want the students to have? Um and usually I just kind of give her a lot of freedom and I say, just send me a few applications and um, let me just see what who clicks with me. <laughs> so. Well, I know we've got April back with us. So I'm going to hop to you, April. When Allison put in her application there on your CHI website to become a host home, what about her stood out that you called her like within an hour? Um, so we basically just get... Um, the initial contact information, name, um, telephone number, email address, and I usually shoot a message and say, you know, who I am and uh, if they're interested um, to, that I'd like to set up a, a telephone call. And what really struck me with um, Allison and Garrett were that they were actually on vacation, and she was communicating uh, with me through email while she was on vacation. So I knew she was pretty interested um, to not just – you know, let it wait until she got back, but she was, they were excited about it. And that's the, we want host families that are excited and, and really looking forward to the experience. Well, uh, Allison, it had to be an experience because you're, you're willing to do it again with a, with your second uh, female student coming from Japan. But let's talk about the one you had from, from Germany. I mean, what was that, what was that like? I mean, welcoming someone new into your home, first of all, is always stressful, I would think, just in terms of having a visitor, but you're welcoming, welcoming in a long-term visitor who may not speak the best English. You know, I think that we, we had the perfect match with our, our German student, Yetta. Um, she 
just really was ready to experience everything with us. Um, and so I think that that definitely helped her, her adjustment coming to America as well. She did speak great English, um, but she was so involved with us as a family. If I took my kids, I have, I have two young kids. So if I took them to the park or just to Walmart, like if she didn't have plans, she wanted to come with us and she wanted to do everything with us. Um, and we, it also gave us the opportunity to maybe try some things in our own community that we might have not otherwise done. So that was definitely a fun part of the experience as well. Well, and I agree. Anytime you have a visitor in, you, you even get the opportunity to see your own surroundings through their eyes because you want to show them everything that your community has to offer. So, but part of this is you're learning a different culture too or, or bringing that experience to your two young girls. And it's always through culinary. I know usually that's one of the first places you go. So did you try to cook any, you know, um, German cuisine to make her feel at home? Or did you ask her maybe what her favorite foods were from home? and try to replicate that for her? She did not really seem to have a lot of, um, you know, cultural foods that were really comfort foods to her. Um, I tried. I would ask, and um, but we just never really came across anything. She did cook um, a few meals for us that were common in Germany, but um, really I think she enjoyed taking a part of our foods here. Um, so I'm not much of a cook, but it kind of challenged me to go out a little bit and try some recipes that might have not done otherwise. I was going to say, so what did she head back to Germany with with some of her best, at least food experiences here in Mississippi, and then maybe other just sites that she got to see that she took back that she enjoyed? Um, her favorite food was crawfish etouffee. Um, so, which, you know, she had never had crawfish before, and I know that's a big thing here um, on the, in Mississippi. Um, so she also did find herself a cookbook, um, that was just a Southern recipes cookbook, but she really, um, favored the Cajun foods the most. Ah, don't blame her. <laughs> it's still Southern. We can still keep it that way. So April, I know you're looking for more families like Allison. Um, if they're watching at supertalk.fm, I've got the great photo up of that 70s show and the message that said, imagine that show without the exchange student. And you're right. I mean, that show would just be completely different without having um, him a part of that. What do you want in families to know who maybe didn't even realize this was an opportunity here in Mississippi? Um, so w- that is an issue. We feel like that a lot of people in the community do not know that this is that this program is is still around. I know that a lot of people remember having exchange students in their high schools, but this is very much still alive and going. And um, COVID knocked us back a little bit with some travel issues, but we have lots of young ki- uh, students. Um, who are waiting to hear that they have a, an American family that has picked to host them. We have students that only want to come for one semester, so that's August to the end of Christmas break, or they want to come January to, um, to May or the full school year. So host families have the choice. To, to host whichever they want one semester or one full school year. Well, we're going to host um, you for one more segment coming up here on Good Things.
Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. At Clinton Body Shop, we are OEM factory certified with more than 20 national and international manufacturers. In fact, we are Central Mississippi's only Volvo certified auto body repair shop, and we are the first BMW certified independent repair facility in the southern region. And our Richland location is Mississippi's only Subaru certified repair facility. Look, if some of the most prestigious automakers in the world certify Clinton, Clinton Body Shop, shouldn't you choose them for your repair? Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. That's ClintonBodyShop.com. Attention! If you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you could tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there will be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size, and installed. Picture frame glass, table and desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts and doors, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass, they'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at www.venableglass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi has so many good places for you and your family to eat, stay, and play. Take some time today and go to visitmississippi.org and explore a little more. You can get more content from Super Talk Mississippi on our new YouTube channel. So if you are on the YouTubes, search for Super Talk Mississippi and then hit, hit subscribe. It is free. And if you're looking for a unique adventure, we are continuing our conversation uh, with April and Allison. They are both part of Cultural Homestay International, or CHI, and it's all about exchange students. 
So, April, you are looking for more homes to be volunteer host houses to welcome in students from all over the world for either one semester or two semesters. And what would you say if maybe they're on the fence about it? Um, If they're on the fence, I would definitely say to give us a call or message us and let us um, talk with you see kind of what your concerns are and help explain out the rest of the program. A lot of people are concerned with these students. Um, you know, they think we just drop the students off and then come back and, you know, get them at the end of the program. We have area coordinators who are local support for students, families, and the schools, and they meet with the, the students and the families over the telephone every month just to kind of check in to see how things are going. Um, so I would definitely... I recommend that if anyone is interested, just to kind of look look at our website if they want to get just a little bit more information. But if they're heavily considering it, you know, give us a call. Let us explain it. These students bring health insurance, spending money, and the desire to experience American culture. Host families just volunteer to provide room and board in a supportive family environment. So if you can have one more person to your dining table then you would definitely be able to host the students because these kids are independent and they are just really looking for um, an American family to join. And it does seem like if you are the type of student who's got all your ducks in a row to be able to come overseas and stay with a family, then, you know, you're not, you're not your average sort of high school student. You're already sort of on the way of being an overachiever in certain areas. Um, You mentioned though, they do go to school. So do they get, connected with maybe your children's school districts or what if you go what if your children are in private school or how does that piece of it work so the schools that's a big piece of our puzzle we do have to have acceptance from schools so if you are interested in hosting then we would reach out to your local school district or whatever school district your students or your children would go to and ask if they would allow us to place an exchange student we have a lot of a lot of schools that um, are private schools that will take exchange students, and then most of our public schools, depending on capacity and their own, you know, their own students. Plus, some are still concerned with COVID. Um, they have different regulations and rules, but we've kind of been seeing that most of the schools are really open and welcoming the students back after um, 2020. So. We reach out to the school and we get acceptance for them, and then we begin the placement process. The, um, our, our exchange students can go to private school. They do pay tuition just like um, an American student would. But the J-1 visa is a visa for them to come to public school. So there there are other visas to allow for private school. Um, this is just for students to come where they do not have to pay tuition. Allison, you are welcoming in your second exchange student uh, this coming up week. She is going to be from Japan. Do you feel the like the pressure to fix up her room so it feels like home, or is it very like American girl set up? Or I guess she's probably too old for that. That's me speaking with a nine-year-old. <laughs> mm-hmm. So how are you preparing to welcome in your next student? Well, with us having had a student already, um, we um – we just it, it it was our guest room beforehand. So I um I got some uh, more girly sheets to go in the room that you know we're kind of like grown up too, not like we had little girl stuff. But um 
got some girly colors in the rooms and um, I got some pictures and I printed out some pictures of our student that she had sent us over the past few months that we've been communicating and put them in a picture frame for her just to make it feel more at home. So um, really, I didn't have to do a lot. (laughs) If someone's listening to Good Things, Allison, you've already experienced this, obviously had a good experience to do it again. What would you say to a family that may still have more questions or be interested in it, but kind of nervous to, you know, pull the trigger on it to relieve maybe any of their worries? You know, April had already mentioned that they communicate with us monthly, but they are absolutely available whenever we need them. So I could tell from the very beginning that April would be very hands-on and the area coordinator would be very hands-on with us. So if you had any issues, you're not just on your own. You really do have support from CHI. So that's pretty cool. Okay, April, let's go back to like how we would get involved. Remind us the website or any paperwork or what we need to think of um, in terms of if we want to be a host, host house. So our main page is... Um, chinet.org so it's chinet.org we have multiple programs but this is the academic year program and there's a specific tab for host families it says become a host family you can click on that link and it'll take you um, to put in your contact information with just your telephone and email address um, and then it'll come directly to me when you put Mississippi in there so you can go to our main page, which is the chinet.org, or you can reach me by email or call or text me. Well, I think it's pretty We're cool. available. Yeah, I think it's pretty neat. I hope someone, if, they, if they've had the itch or even maybe they had a good experience with exchange students in high school and maybe didn't realize that that's still going on. And obviously the pandemic put a halt on a lot of things, specifically traveling in school. So it's still up. It's still going. And, yeah, we want to welcome in those students who are looking for um, some, hosp- some southern hospitality. So you'll have to keep in touch with us, April, on how this turns out. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Allison, thank you for your time and opening up your home to someone here in Mississippi. And I bet you get to eat the best sushi around. We are looking forward to trying some new food in a few weeks. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, I really feel like this is something, Rhino, right up your alley. I feel like I don't know if you would be a host house as much as you would have been an exchange student. I think that would have been really cool. I do know there's also great programs on through all of our local Rotary Clubs, too, of sending Mississippi students um, internationally. I don't know how that responds coming sort of back that way. But if you had gotten the chance, like legitimately had the chance to be an exchange student, Rhino, would you have done it? Oh, yeah. I knew it. In a heartbeat. Where would you have gone? Uh, probably in high school, I probably would have wound up going to somewhere like England or Scotland or somewhere like that. My mother would have never allowed it. I actually <laughs> do have a, a brother from another mother from Norway because my parents and my older brother welcomed an exchange student into their home the year before I came around. Oh, pretty cool. So I have a Norwegian brother that I've never met in real life, but I have a brother in Norway. Who just calls your family, yeah, who calls the Montgomery's theirs, who was an exchange student. I think it's really um, neat. I think it's if it would definitely be an interesting experience uh, for you and for your family. But when you think about the show, that 70s show, and what's his name? I can't. Yes. I mean, the show wouldn't have been the same without. Who is his host home, though, in the show? 
I can't, I'm blanking. I mean, I remember the show. I wasn't dedicated to it. So you know, was, I'm just remembering when he, he had was, an apartment. So. He was just there, right? So he had to have a host family. Um, but if you, there's a lot of people though who do this. Um, well, that show exchange. dealt a lot with found family ideas. True. Very true. Matthew McConaughey was actually an exchange student, and he tells about it in his book, Green Lights, which is not for children's ears, but um, if you get the audio version. But anyway, he had a, a very interesting experience over in Australia. But I thought Australia would be one that I think I might could, could go go to. The weather would, would mean a lot to me, to who I was, where I would choose to go and live for, for a whole year, because that's the whole calendar cycle. Yeah, everything is backwards. Everything. Oh, because in summertime, so, you'd be used to summertime and it would be wintertime and in wintertime it'd be summertime. Well, if you're keeping up with all of our seasons here in Mississippi on the Good Things Facebook group, it might fit right in. I moved us down. We are now past summer to just more summer and hurricanes. And then there's a little bit more summer and then there'll be football season, more summer tornadoes. And then we finally get get a break as we sort of look through, look, our, th- look through our calendar Look through the lens of the calendar in terms of the seasons here um, in Mississippi. If you've also been over there, which we highly encourage you to do often here on the shows where we like to put great articles, you'll see another good one. I hope to have this gentleman on, but he was just passing through our beautiful state. His name's Rodney Smith. He's from Alabama. If you haven't seen this story, then you need to go read it and then share it. But he was on his way to Oklahoma driving through Mississippi to go and support some of the kids who had taken on his. 50-yard challenge, and this is where he set out to encourage young students um, to mow 50 lawns for absolute free. They needed to be the elderly, the disabled, single parents, veterans um, in their communities, and I think it's a wonderful story. If they complete it, if they complete that challenge, um, I'm not sure how they get selected, but you get new lawn equipment, and then you get a visit from Rodney himself, who went viral several years ago for starting this um, of, of himself. So he's he's already sort of done that. And he is making his way back through to Mississippi. There are students who are doing it here as well. So all good things. So we've got more good things for you coming up next. Are you say it. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 50-50 shot of rain, partly sunny, high near 89. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 73. Your Saturday, a 50% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 92. And for your Sunday, 60% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 92. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at NoDripMS.com. Calling all college football fans. KLLM is unveiling to the public the 2021 Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Southern Miss, and Jackson State custom football tractor trailers. Thursday, July 22nd at the Embrace baseball game. Take pictures with your team's cheerleaders and mascots as you explore the trucks. Event gates open at 530 with first pitch at 630. Event details can be found at KLLM's Facebook page. Don't miss the college football event of the summer, July 22nd at Trustmark Park. 
Pediatric care is more than treating a child when they are sick. It is a health care journey from infancy to adolescence. Dr. Katherine Philippi, pediatrician at Trust Care Kids in Madison. We build lasting relationships with parents based on trust. From pediatric primary care and well child checkups to after-hours visits, our specialists provide quality care, usually within an hour, so that your child will feel better faster. To schedule an appointment, visit TrustCareHealth.com and click Trust Care Kids. Trust Care. Feel better. Better, faster. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Fresh Gulf Shrimp. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Fresh Gulf Oysters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Your Fresh Seafood Headquarters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive. 601-790-9407. DNS Diamonds is a quaint little jewelry store located on Market Street in Flowood. Our specialty is offering great values on jewelry you typically won't see in other stores. From antique and estate to our own custom designs. From decadent to affordable. You never know what you'll find on your next visit to DNS. And if you have unwanted, broken, or out of style jewelry, we can purchase it, consign it, or help you repurpose it. DNS Diamonds, where the end stands for Newton. 144 Market Street between Mia Bellas and the Great American Cookies. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. New Chevrolets, great pre-owned vehicles, an excellent fleet department, all backed by an award-winning service department. That's Rogers Dab Chevrolet, Crossgates Brandon, or RogersDabs.com. Are you finding it hard to do business with hardware stores these days? Out of stocks, delayed orders, no one available to help you? Ace Bolt and Screw would like to invite you in to either one of their locations for fast, friendly service and the hardware you need in stock. Every kind of tool and accessory you need for every kind of job. And millions of specialty bolts and screws. If Ace Bolt and Screw doesn't have it, they don't make it. Shop Ace Bolt and Screw in Gluckstadt just off 555 next door to Camper Corral and on Julianne Street right off Gallup. And Jackson. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. New COVID cases are back in the 400s today with a report of 416 new cases. That brings the state's total to over 324,000 with the confirmation of two additional deaths. It appears that House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy will add some Republicans to the January 6th commission charged with investigating the deadly insurrection on the U.S. Capitol. Mississippi Congressman and Committee Chair Benny Thompson discussed that with CNN's Jim Acosta. I would hope in the spirit of saving this democracy and making sure that this never happens again, that he will appoint some people, appoint some people that we all know who love this country, who want to protect this democracy, and also make sure that all of us who were put in harm's way on January 6th, that that never happens again. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats. What I said. Slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. Is your business or home protected from power outages? Hurricanes cause widespread outages, with some lasting days and even weeks. Don't wait for a hurricane to hit. Prepare today with a standby residential or commercial generator from Taylor Power Systems. Give yourself an advantage over power outages with a Taylor Power standby generator. Give us a call today at 601-922-4444. 
Because of Palmer Home for Children, my three sisters and I are able to grow up together. When there was nowhere else for myself, my brother, or my sister to go, there was Palmer Home. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Just want to remind you about the ninth annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on July 15th right here on Super Talk Mississippi. When you donate to Palmer Home for Children, you're helping complete a child's life through healing and restoration. And with your blessing, Palmer Home for Children can continue to make these precious lives whole again. Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Adventure can be found over at visitmississippi.org. So take some time there today and explore. We are less than a week away from our ninth annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon right here on Super Talk. So from 6 a.m. with Paul and then Gerard with JT Show and then us here on Good Things and the boys with Sports Talk from 6 to 6. We will be spotlighting all of the good things that Palmer Home uh, for Children does on a daily basis. For over 150 years, they've rescued and restored kids from some unimaginable circumstances, and they give them a loving home. And the part you need to know is that they are a faith-based organization. They don't take any government money, so that's why we take one day out of the year and spotlight them and hope to be able to raise a little funds to be able to continue the work that they do. And also, we are a week away, or less than a week away, hopefully, from our buddy Rhino being bald. Little bald on top. Ball on baby faced, baby faced, baby faced, and bald. But it'll be up to you and me if we show up and and donate. And he will not tell us the um, rules and regulations. Well, I will say it. There's going to be a high number for it to get, be bald, bald. Oh, because there's a whole different level of discomfort when you take a razor to the scalp versus when, when you have hair still growing. Like if you if you're already bald, shave off what you got left, man. Embrace the baldness. It, it, bald is beautiful, whatever. But if you have hair that's still growing especially thick hair, and you shave it to the scalp, that first night, it's awesome. Every night after that, for the first week, it's like trying to sleep on sandpaper. Now you know the life of a woman, right? There there you go. You have it with, with, then I'll leave it at that. But I hope Wednesday night, you do yourself a favor then, and you give yourself clean sheets to start out Thursday night with, because we're just going to go ahead and claim it, that you're going to be bald and beautiful, because we'll raise that much money. And that's one thing us ladies just love about fresh, clean sheets and fresh shaved legs. It's just, it's magic. It's just one of the most restful night's sleeps that you'll, that you'll ever have. And, you know, some, some, some of you gentlemen know what that feeling's like too. If that, but you do you. And it's, you know, you do it once and you definitely enjoy it. I've got some good headlines for you though that I uh, came across here in Mississippi. If you haven't been or maybe you have and you need to go back, um, here's the reason why. Gulfport's Mississippi Aquarium is now one of the best new attractions in the U.S. 
According to U.S. News, or today U.S. News, the aquarium landed the fourth spot on USA Today's 2020 list of the top 10 best new attractions. So I think that is pretty cool and something to be um, something to be proud of. And then over at supertalk.fm, I was looking at the news tab, and I saw this great headline that former wrestler and friend of The Rock becomes alderman in Walls, Mississippi. And we had the pleasure of chatting with the mayor of Walls, um, I guess back around Christmas time, when the headline hit that The Rock, I think, had gift, gifted um, Bruno um, and Harvey Whippleman, I think is his name, um, a car and it the connection made there that the Rock had spent some time in Mississippi and they were kind and friendly. But now he's stepping up for his um, town, small town of Walls there, as an alderman. And he will start and serve his four-year term. I think that is pretty cool. So if you want to read the rest of that story, you can do that over at supertalk.fm. But if you want to get into a fun debate. We, we've we got a food one going on. It's Friday. Let's talk food. I thought this would be fun. I actually came I had to Google one of these. Which, oh, well, one of the answers? No, just what it was. Oh, was someone sort of said. Someone's answer. Yeah. Someone's answer. So I came across this question. I thought, huh, this is a different spin on our food conversation. We have been through the gamut here on Good Things about what you can't just eat one of. What if it was your last meal? You know, would you eat till, you know, you couldn't breathe? Stuff yourself. It's always like in the gluttony route. Well, let's go in the other direction. So what are some food or foods that's only good eaten in small quantities because really there are some foods that if you get too much of it it just starts to you know it's the you just shouldn't right like it just you start to have not the same kind of experience and so you can let us know ceasefire text line 601-879-4395 rhino what what was your first thought of what should be eaten what in small quantities cookie dough Yes. Especially if you're if you're going the I guess it's now the old school route of the tube or the tub of real cookie dough cuz now you look at the at the grocery store it's like 14 different kinds of edible cookie that takes all the fun out of it. Yes, agreed. Taking it's, out that risk of catching something serious just ruins <laughs> the fun. Just ruins the fun. So I act the first thing I thought of, kid you not, when I th- when I saw this question was your mom's chestnut pie. Chocolate chest pie. Chocolate chest pie, sorry. Yes. And you would bring it every year and you want like you want the whole piece. It's not that I don't want it. It's just that it's so rich and so decadent and it like requires energy to eat it, like to physically sit there and, and enjoy it, that just a couple of bites at a time is really all that you need, or you start to feel like it's a chore to sort of finish it, and you never want that when it comes to dessert. So that that was the first thing that I thought. But then Robert hit with just a really good recommendation of wasabi, and I think if you've ever eaten sushi, if you've become a sushi lover, or at least halfway enjoy it, your first experience with wasabi is always an overfeeding experience. You get, well, I mean, because when it comes to, they're like, oh, it's spicy. Don't get too much. You're like, ah, I'm from Mississippi. I put hot sauce on hot sauce. We're good to go. Spicier the better. Just a different kind of spice. It's a different kind of heat. And really, you know, less is more. A dab will do you. A dab will definitely do you when it comes to wasabi. I would add to that in the same vein. Soy sauce. Oh, totally agree. 
I would totally agree with soy sauce as well as, what is it? There's a very fine line when you're adding soy sauce when you've gone too far and there's no turning back. Agreed. I would add Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire sauce. The Worcestershire sauce. The Worcestershire sauce. You can overdo that bit. It's got such that bold and intense flavor. If a recipe calls for a dash, you really just need like a dash. I don't even know how you would, and that's it. It's too much. <laughs> that third psh was that just. That third psh was just not necessary. And you never want to get teaspoons or tablespoons of that mixed up ever in your recipes. And if you're thinking about recipes, what should be in small quantities, I would go with like vanilla flavoring, any flavor, like any type of flavoring seasoning. You ne- again, you never want to. There's a big difference between a teaspoon and a tablespoon when it comes to the way you're. And with any of those flavorings that you're adding, it's all about the the subtlety and the nuance, or you wouldn't be adding it. Correct. Correct. Danny's kind of on track with my pie um, suggestion with cheesecake. That can be pretty heavy. They can be heavy. However, I I would be more likely to overindulge in a bigger slice of cheesecake than your mom's. Whatever it, that pie was, just, it's just delicious. Just it's like fudge, which someone else mentioned. Fudge is not something you just want to sit down and be like, "I'm hunkering down. I'm going to eat this whole plate of fudge in one sitting." You may eat the whole plate of fudge in like a day and a half, but like you are you are spacing out the times you go to the plate. Like you're not sitting down. You're doing that mental math of, okay, I, yeah. I know I can only eat so many, and I know it's going to dry out at a certain point. So wh- how many do I allow myself in a day to not get sick but not let it dry out? Yeah, because once you just sort of get – and I would add donuts to this too. Really, like it's a donuts food – Donuts have a much shorter shelf life than fudge, but yeah. Yes, I agree. And you may be thinking, what? And I know it completely depends because you can wolf down a dozen of donut holes and it's not the same as like eating several whole donuts, or at least it doesn't to me. But you get to a point where it's just like, I would, I would say the same not thing better. with pancakes. I had I had an experience when uh, when the IHOP had a, an all-you-can-eat pancake night back in college. And we were like, yeah, all-you-can-eat pancakes. And after about eight of them, they start tasting like soggy cardboard. Jeff in Oxford says homemade divinity. Ooh. Agreed. It's just you, you want a little bit at a time. You just – it's not something little you goes just, a long way. Yeah, little goes a long way. If, you've, if you can think of a food or seasoning or whatever it may be, a sauce where a little goes a long way, where less is more, then you can join our conversation. Mike from Grand Bay say, what's that – what is that – I can't even say it. What's even, this their sauce? What's this their sauce? What's, yes, what's this their sauce? Caviar with saffron. Well, wow. What is saffron? The uh, world's most expensive spice. Oh. That's the one that you got the spice rack at the grocery store, and you got these big full bottles of, like, salt for three bucks. Yeah. And then you got the the other spices in the small bottles, and they range from a couple bucks to five or six or seven or eight bucks for the, for the fancy stuff. And then you got this glass vial with, like, three hairs of saffron in it, and it's 30 bucks. Ah. Yes, I hope. But a little... it's what adds flavor and color and stuff to various rices, and there are dishes you can't make without it. And I hope a little goes a long way. Oh yeah. In 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 that, Thomas and Greenwood, cheer cheer, Jägermeister, yes. 
Which someone also said a Bloody Mary. I agree. You have one good one. That's just not something that it's like, oh, let me stack the deck with six Bloody Marys tonight. Oh, my God. Give me another one. No. You wake up like the Michelin man walking. (laughs) Stick with us. More good things coming up next. I'm Dr. Michael Walker, founding physician at New Care MD. We provide concierge medicine that everyone can afford. We do this by eliminating middlemen and restoring focus on the patient-physician relationship. For a low monthly fee, less than the average cost of a cell phone, you get access to unlimited clinic visits, wholesale medications and labs, and even telehealth. It doesn't take an act of Congress to get affordable health care. Learn more about health care the way it should be at NewCareMD.com. No Drip Roofing and Construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, No Drip Roofing and Construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. This is JT. If you like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954, and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, 1-800-647-8540, or on the web, MajesticMetalsINC.com. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right, because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org, make a donation, and help change your life today. Selling your vehicle? We'll buy it. Need to put it on our lot? We'll consign it. Just need a new ride for the new you? We'll trade it. Pinnacle Motors needs you. Well, need your vehicle. Steve Owen and the friendly staff of Pinnacle Motors is buying, consigning, and trading quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs at the corner of Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Pinnacle Motors needs you. Well, needs your vehicle. Quality vehicles. Affordable prices. Pinnacle Motors. This is the closing agri-market report for the Mississippi Network. I'm Bob Sullender. U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai met with Mexican Agricultural and Rural Development Secretary Victor Villalobos and Economy Secretary Tatiana Clotier on Wednesday in Mexico City, raising several ag-trade-related issues. Tai emphasized the importance of Mexico immediately resuming the authorization of biotechnical products, according to a brief readout of the session. However, it is not clear that Tai raised a key issue on GMOs, the proposed ban on imports of GMO corn by the end of 2024. That issue remains clouded in uncertainty. Reuters reports that Villa Lobos has been pushing for feed corn to be exempt from the ban, a key situation given that Mexico imports around 16 million metric tons of corn from the U.S. to feed its livestock sector. But even the issue of GMO corn approvals could become a trade issue as there could be blockages of imports of corn into Mexico if they are from GMO varieties that the country has yet to approve. That is a situation U.S. corn farmers have faced in other markets before. For the Mississippi Network, I'm Bob cylinder. Your business may be classified as small to mid-size, but you view it as an empire and naturally want it to succeed. Do you have the proper tools in place to efficiently utilize the staff who handles administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits? Without changing current processes and proper training, payroll technology alone cannot solve these problems. By utilizing the iSolve platform, MWG Employer Services can create new processes and properly train your staff to maximize the efficiency of this technology. For more information, visit MWGEmployerServices.com. 
Do you ever feel like you are in the dark? Well, with a propane generator, you'll never be in the dark again, at least when the lights go out. Enjoy the comfort and safety of knowing you have a propane generator always ready when the electricity goes out. Propane generators assure you will always have power. Propane-fueled, clean cooking. Hot water on demand, warm and consistent heat, and power when you need it most. Why would you choose anything else? Propane, clean American energy. Visit MSPropane.com today. Your midday meeting place, the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1, here on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Then look no further than visit Mississippi. You can plan your Mississippi adventure there. And if you're looking for more conversations here on Super Talk, you can find out what the most influential political business and media leaders are talking about on our Saturday morning show. That is America's Roundtable right here on Super Talk Mississippi. It starts at 7.30 in the morning, 7.30 to 8. So gears you up for the Garden Mama, which comes on at 8 a.m. So America's Roundtable broadcasts from Washington, D.C., and it gives you a unique perspective on the public policy and news from around the country and the world. And as we're talking about things where more is less, sometimes political commentary falls into that conversation. Uh, but we're talking about foods today. So what food is only good eaten in small quantities? We're kind of reverse psychology here. Usually we're like, what do we want the biggest serving of or we could eat endless amounts of and plenty of foods fall into that category. But there are some things that are just best savored in small portions. Now, you may have many portions of the small over a course of a few days or particularly a season. I think of as we move into, you know, the holiday season with Thanksgiving, Christmas. And I say move into it. It's pretty much here, guys. I mean, it's already Christmas in July. We're pretty much on the way there. But that's when you start to get those like millionaires or you call them turtles or divinity or fudges, those type of things. Just a bite really does do you okay. And then your palate needs a little while to wait and then you can have another encounter with it. I'm trying to figure out what you said that triggered this thought in my head and I can't quite pinpoint it. But and I, I thought of another less is more. Mm-hmm. Those little finger sandwiches that people have at at brunches or get-togethers, the cucumber sandwich. Uh-huh. You you really would only ever eat a cucumber sandwich if it's a couple inches square. You would not get a 12-inch, like a foot-long Subway, just cucumber sandwich. Ooh. No, you wouldn't. But you may sit there and have a few of them, which one of the ingredients in that that makes it so delicious is dill. But dill is also one of those things. Don't get don't the overdo ta- it. Don't, get don't the, overdo the dill. Don't get the teaspoon and the tablespoon mixed up in that one. And Peggy m- mentions horseradish right there with you. You you need less than you think you do just to get that hint that you're looking for in terms of with horseradish, which usually you put horseradish on what? An oyster. So this is where some of you are going to differ. I'm right there with if they are charbroiled or grilled, whatever you call it, oysters. I could sit there and eat them till like I like eat oysters, Rockefeller. I could eat my weight in them. Raw oysters for me, 
I'm good with a few as just sort of like a little bit of an appetizer and enjoy it. If and I can see the ocean, I'll eat as many as you can get me. That's <laughs> the way it goes. I know, yeah. That's where not everybody's the same because Lisa also, or not Lisa, Martha put olives and I'm like, uh-huh. I could, I could, I shouldn't. My, you know, my fingers wouldn't hate me the next day and my shoes probably wouldn't fit right, but I could probably eat a whole jar of the, of the, you know, the olives that, that come in your Bloody Marys or what are the, the big ones? You know what I'm talking about? Sometimes they find them stuffed. The name's not any olive, not just, you know, all the type of olives, but those type of olives, I could sit there. Queen olives? Uh, I can. I, I think can, those are the big ones. I think those. Anyway, so that's where we differ. So, and some of it, you know, is personal taste. We, we got all kind of olives nowadays with all kind of stuff stuffed in them. You probably would know what Benjamin's talking about. He said there's some curry that should be thrown in there or in this conversation that is a little bit goes a really long way. Yeah, if you're, it, it depends on what you're talking about as far as a curry. If you're talking about a, a, a curry dish, then yeah, there's a lot of times you don't need a whole lot and you'll be sweating. And it's a rice dish, so you don't have to eat a whole lot. Or if you're cooking curry, there are there are Japanese curries that come in little cubes. There are Indian curries that come in little tubes. And you're, he's right. You, you don't have to use a whole lot, and you get a whole lot of flavor. You know, Greg and Nettleton, you bring up a good point. Raisins. Raisins are not like the little box is probably all you do. Most of us don't just sit down and go, man, I want a whole bowl of raisins. Could you put extra raisins? <laughs> in a chicken salad or you know whatever you may wherever you may find I imagine it. after about the second box of raisins <laughs> you're going to be dehydrated yourself well you'd be able to whistle on the way to work the next day if you sit there and just consume raisins after raisins after raisins and funyuns you're right i mean you wouldn't you could probably sit down and eat five baskets of chips and salsa but you can't do that with like every chips. Funyuns is one of those that once you hit that saturated garlicky onion knee on the tongue in the mouth, it just it starts sandpapering the roof of your mouth. Yeah, anchovies, nutmeg, lots of good ones. The one from in. the Facebook group that I had oh, to Google yes. is rumaki or rumaki or it's chicken livers, chestnuts, and bacon. Apparently, it was served at tiki bars. It's a little before my time. I, I would give it a shot, but it does look like something that would do well in small doses. Well, in small doses. Well, if you do social media in small doses, just make sure you're a part of the Good Things Facebook group. Our conversation never ends there. You've got Sports Talk Mississippi coming up next from 3 to 6, so stick with us here on Super Talk. But until next time, guys, I hope you all find time for the good things. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.